special. Year in special. 2018. What? Are we live? Okay, we're live. Ah, uh, 2018, man. It's the uh, the final days, the final dog days of the year. Yeah. Dog days, is that the right term for winter? I don't think it's no. dog days, I no. think it's the, the death of the year. The death. Remember that is that little cartoon you did? Um, you were the uh, the New Year baby, the old man passed yeah. out with the ribbon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, I think I'm, if you're getting there now, you if know, you have that beard. picture available, I think I'd like to use that as the caption for this episode. I'll have to see if I can find it. I might have it somewhere too. I'll I'll take a peek. Um, two thousand year was two thousand eighteen was a really good year for us. I think. It was a good year for uh, yeah for the podcast for Meet the Geeks for Todd. Yeah, Todd had a great year. What Todd had a great year? Yeah. Yeah. What did one of the first things on this list? Well, it's not a, uh, the the season four episode twenty three, which was the first episode right of two thousand eighteen right. Sean Arama gets fast fingers on the show to talk about Todd's big announcement. That was announced. It didn't happen in 2018, but we made the announcement on the show in 2018. Right. Remember what that announcement was? The, my new base. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did get a new base, okay. yes. Okay. Big, big announcement. Oh, uh, my uh, granddaughter. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. That was 2018. Yeah. Well, so, so I think Todd trumps everything. Well, actually, it was 2017... Yeah. In the end. Yeah, in the end. And then 2018. Yeah. Yes. We announced it on the show in the, yeah. the first episode of the year. Actually, her birthday is, uh, is coming up. Yeah, and, we're uh, celebrating this weekend. Yeah. Her one-year yeah. birthday. He's, Todd, Todd looks, became a granddad. Todd still looks fucking good. Looks very, he, he looks younger than me. Well, I put on a few pounds, which actually I, I could actually, you know, do with because I was, you know, as big as your finger. Look kind of gaunt there. Todd was... Todd's six four, yeah, and he's six three, yeah, and he's he weighed less than I did, yeah. I don't know if you remember those those days, yeah. yeah. It just seems to be you know I've known a few people you know they're just tall, lanky, and just could never gain any weight until they get older, yeah, yeah, and then uh, <laughs> it creeps yeah. in, yeah. yeah. Yep. So um, let's do a round table. Let's. Corey, can you tell me about 2018? Like, what stood out for you? I don't, and oh. It doesn't have to be podcasts. It can be anything. Oh, I mean, like, there was definitely, you know, relaunching the strip, you know. First time since 2007 yeah. that I actually drew new strips for this uh, comic and, you know, actually got them up. Uh, put up the old strips over the course of uh, 2017. Yeah, um, relaunching them one a week. Yeah. Or one a week? Was it one yeah, a week? It was one a week. But then, you know, kind of died off, and then I actually started getting into, you know, drawing new strips, so it was actually, it was, it's been good getting back into that, back into doing the art, and, you know, just kind of thinking about, you know, what Meet the Geeks is going to be coming up. Um, you know, what are transforming into, like, yeah. because it's not, this is not the same strip from 2007. No, um, you know, we've been now introduced uh, Thomas into the uh, strip. Uh, in 2018, Todd's getting introduced. Cool. 2019. 2019. 2019, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's... That's awesome. I can't wait to see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm pretty excited too. <laughs> He's going to have the coolest intro ever. 
standing on top of a delivery truck playing the guitar. This is getting badass. Here I am. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, you know, for me that was a pretty big one. But you know, 2018's just been, I think overall, just been a great year. You know, for yeah, really getting back into, I guess, some more artistic side and starting to try to do things that you know I've wanted to do rather than, you know, just working and yeah. And your 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 wife's a, a great supporter of your talent, which I yeah. that's why I, well not the only reason I like her, which is pretty awesome. But yeah, she appreciates the things that you like and work on, and she's hundred percent supportive. Yes, so, and I think that's that's I think that's probably the big key, right? Yeah, it really is. Um, well, what's happiness? Happiness is doing what you like to do. Yeah, yeah, and she's encouraging the things you like to do. Yeah, you can't ask for any more than that. Yeah, and I have, I'm in the same situation. I mean, I'm, I'm encouraged to do, you know, the things I like to do, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, your 2018 has been good. You and I have been rocking the podcast, like, you're now, like, Todd's a regular co-host now. Like, originally, I was kind of rotating with you, with, like, with you yeah. and Todd and Tracy. Well, and I mean, I initially, you know, at the beginning of the year, we talked about, you know, you and me doing the podcast on a yeah. regular basis, but then, you know, Todd became the regular uh, co-host, yeah. which I think actually... Well, you lost your phone. I think that's where the big yeah, fall-off happened. <laughs> lost my phone, um, and, you know, just not paying cell phone bills, so I have a phone, but I don't have, you know, where to talk on it. Um, <laughs> well, that's where, uh, was, it me- uh, was it Messenger? Facebook Messenger? Yeah. There's all kinds of apps that you, you know, yeah. really use it. You, you can get away with having a without having a phone line for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Especially long distance. Like Could even Skype something. it really. Yeah. Yeah. It's just most of the time you're driving, so yeah. it won't be Skyping you, with you, you while you're driving. With that, yeah. 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 But um yeah, I wasn't trying to push you out of the podcast at yeah, all. No, it's just But I, I think It's how it worked out. Yeah. I think in a way Todd is like an anchor on the show. Yeah. I don't okay. know. It's just it's anchor. It's Todd. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, it's like you said when you posted in your video. Yeah. You had that, that nice little video where you're talking about, you're going to introduce Todd to the show. Yeah, was, and you said, Todd's just, Todd's blown, just Todd. I was just blown away. It's just awesome. It's just, yeah. he, Todd is a cool guy, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. He's, he's generous. <laughs> and, uh, he's turning red right now, which is actually <laughs> like an eggplant. Really uh, amazing, yeah. yeah. A giant penis. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Todd the hammer. The hammer. <laughs> but uh, we had um, what else? Like what else we did? We did. We had a great keycon this year. We had a great keycon. Yes, yeah. We had a yeah. lot of fun at keycon this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then there's one coming up. So we'll be doing. Uh, I don't know. We'll be doing Someone didn't mute their phone. I don't know who it is. <laughs> Some irresponsible. Oh. <laughs> It's my phone saying, hey, you haven't worked out in a while. We've missed you. <laughs> it's been 64 days. Oh my God. Now the app's going to make you feel bad. Yep. <laughs> Fuck you, I had a good year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, for, I mean, uh, for myself, yeah, I mean, uh, it was with uh, Alexa. Uh, Alexa was the number one thing of the year. It started off the year with a bang. Um, uh when did we finish with Dome? February. Yeah. Yeah, so we were still into it. And then we yeah. finished our show. 
Uh, yeah, I, I, I we bought. We released the album. Yeah, yeah, I bought a brand new bass for um, in uh, last year at uh, for the sale. It was a New Year's sale. That, oh what, yeah, okay, uh, yeah. The brand new Ibanez bass. Ibanez, beautiful, nice. nice blue unit. Bought the case, had everything, played our show, and then we're done. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, well, like, we, I played for one. We show. had that great show in December at the Club St. B, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, we were like gearing up for the next show. We were trying to book like a CD release party and finish like finishing the album. Right. Like we did so much. Well, you, I didn't do nothing. But you did all the tweaking and getting the sound just right. And well, came in and re-recorded vocals a bunch of times because it wasn't exactly right. And, well, for someone that hasn't been, I mean, I, I mean, I could have spent more time with the recordings, but I mean, there's a point where it's like, okay, we just want to get it out. Yeah. And and do it. So, yeah, so well, was, I think there was a reason for that. Let's get it out and get it done, so I can quit the band. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. So yeah, so th- so that we did that. Uh, and then say March, and then we went and saw um, Trooper. Trooper at the um, at Club Region. Uh, Club Region, and yeah. And then we we did a bit of a podcast there when we were there. That was the first time we tried a podcast in that way. Right. So that was kind of a not innovation, but. I changed the format because we actually recorded. Did we didn't we start recording the podcast as we're both driving there? Did we do that for that one? Uh, yes, because that was when, when I was talking about the. Uh, I found out where all the handicap parking was. Yes, that's right. Because there was like twenty five rows. Handicap parking at the uh, at the casino. Oh, just, yeah, at no. least twenty five rows. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So but we, that was kind of fun because we did that and then we hooked up and then we did some podcasting there. Right. <coughs> and then we podcasted post show, right? As we waited, waited around an hour for the draw. Yeah, the draw that we didn't win. Post. And that's when Drake became our nemesis. Who? Drake. Oh, Drake. Drake yes. became my nemesis, and MTS became yours. No, <laughs> <laughs> we were just we were, I, yeah, because we were just talking about uh, ratings and stuff. Because I mean, we were we were on. Uh, well, we had our stuff on Spotify, on Spotify and, and stuff. we were talking about yeah. Spotify. And as soon as you plugged it in, the first thing that came up was Drake. Whether you liked it or not, it, it came up. So yeah. obviously, as soon as it came up, it was it was flagged as, you know, it, it's like clickbait, right? Yeah. So it's right in front of you. So if you accidentally click it, hey, guess what? I got a vote. Oh, great. Wow. I got the new Drake song playing on my <laughs> phone. Yeah. Yay. Because I'm such a fan of Drake. Yeah. So. Yeah. Is anybody Drake? actually a fan of Drake? Can we play some Beyonce now? Was it you that had the famous line, Drake is the something of rap music? Um, is the Justin Bieber of rap? No, that wasn't me. I was the one that said that uh, Gene Simmons is Donald Trump of rock music. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, what else did we do this year? What, what You had... Oh, I, one of the things that I think you know, we should definitely plug is uh we got involved with the guys from comics from for cause yes yes yeah so yeah, uh, joel and uh scott small world yeah. mm-hmm. todd's daughter danica yeah is in a walking group where they walk their babies and with his wife with uh is it joel's wife uh, i think it's i think it's joel yeah or jeff's wife i think it's joel yeah, I think it's Joel. Joel and Jeff, yeah. 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 So anyway, so they became friends, so now I'm friends with his wife on Facebook just because <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah, so then we went to the comedy the comedy club because they, uh, they were that was part of the support for the college for kids. They were raising money. Yeah, we went to the college. Yeah. Um, went out and played board games with them down yeah. at. Uh, yeah. Well, that's when we board. yeah that yeah, that's when we met them, first yeah. met them. Yeah. yeah. Those are great guys. Yeah. Uh, they also have their uh, comic news site, which, you know, contributed, you know, my first article to. Yep. Yeah, that's right. You had your first published article this year. Yes. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I had actually planned to do several more and just, you know, never quite got around to it. Don't make it, don't make it come out. Don't push the poop out. Yep. You'll get hemorrhoids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we went to the uh, podcast uh, podcast festival, the Manitoba Podcast Festival. Yes. So we, we got to meet Sam from Witch Police, which Dome was supposed to be on the show, but we had to cancel because Dome broke up. Right. Um, but I kept in touch with Sam. Sam Sam from Witch Police. He actually um, won Best Podcast in the City. Okay. Again. Again, for the millionth time. Yeah. We went to oh, we're coming for you. We're coming. <laughs> We're for coming you. for you, Sam. Actually, I I would, if Sam. I don't know if Sam, if you listen to this, probably not. But if you do, I actually, I know Sam interviews so many bands in the city. I want I want to interview Sam on our show. I want him to be a guest for once because he does a lot of good things in the city. He runs a great podcast. I know he's a great fucking dad. Yeah. Because he puts his kids first, or he puts his family first, I should say. Good guy. So um, well deserved. So I got to actually meet him in person finally. Um. We had the reunion of Meet the Geeks. Yes. That's yeah, the, reunion that's, of Meet the Geeks. And also content. the reunion of Where We Met with the uh, reunion of The Evil Within. That's right. Mm-hmm. Which uh, was really interesting experience. A lot of people showed up that, I mean, initially when I started planning this thing, I was just expecting con people to show up. You can, you can deserve all the credit for this because... Yeah. It, I don't it, think it would have gotten in motion if you hadn't started the whole thing going. It blew, it just blew out of proportion really quickly. Like, you know, we got people back that we haven't seen in like 17 years. Yep. Right? So that was... 2004, right? Somewhere... Well, right? I got involved in 2002, right after I got back from Toronto. When I took well, yeah, because you just graduated, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's when I first met uh, Clay. And, yeah, I've been... You know, now, you were on the movie before me, correct? I, I don't think, think so. Did we ever establish that timeline? We've never established that, no. Because I No, met, we met at uh, the Art Space building when we did that the uh, the first gallery? evening. No, not the uh, Graffiti Gallery, the Art Space. Oh, the Art Space on, um, uh, not Vanatine. but Vanatine, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Was that at the reading or was that, I'm trying to remember now. It was a reading, but I think we also filmed a couple of scenes there. Yeah. That was also with the old cast. Yeah. Uh, tree, tree? No, was that guy's name Tree? The guy who was playing, like, who played Gilan Nasser, the original Tree. You know, and what then I, um, you were you Vin Diesel been... was there. The Vin Diesel lookalike guy played uh, Darth Animus. Were yeah, you there for that? I don't. I remember them, but I did. I slightly I th- precede you then. You, I think you came in before I did. Okay, and uh, I was there pretty much right at that transition. Okay. I was there just before the transition, probably like yeah. weeks before, maybe a few weeks before, because actually, uh, I think we did a bit of a table read uh, at the art space okay. with the old cast and crew, the original four leads. I might have been there for that, and then I think that's when things kind of started falling apart. Yeah. And then um, I auditioned. <laughs> I 
audition for Paxton Tremaine. <laughs> when Clay wasn't there, I auditioned uh, in front of Edgar and Lily, and, oh, okay. and uh, they're like, what part we're going to get him to read? I'm like, get him to read Paxton's part. <laughs> which, which was Clay's part. And I read for Pax's part, and I do a really good read, but mm-hmm. I'm a horrible actor. If I've got words in front of me, I'm, I'm pretty good. Yeah. But uh, I read with Dan, and Dan read uh, as uh, Guillaume, I think. Okay. I think. Um, but yeah, anyway. Yeah, so I, that was another big... Like, uh, Matt found... Matt had footage of the movie, because Clay lost the footage. Just You can check it out on the podcast episodes where we talk about all this stuff. Yeah. But um, Matt found the footage because he stole it back in the day. And yep. we f- showed the footage we had for the first time. So most people hadn't seen it. It's now available on YouTube. Yep. Um, that was a big thing. I think we, uh, <coughs> we showed... The footage he has was a little bit more than was shown at the uh, premiere of the film. Yes, it was actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was cool. Um I have stuff. We still we still need to do a screen. I think we should do a screening of it, the three of us, just a proper screening and do yeah. like a mystery science theater or something. Because there's additional footage that wasn't shown there because we could only show the YouTube stuff. Yeah. Because we didn't have an MP4 player. Right. Mm. Um, but I think it'd be fun because some of those scenes don't have audio, and we could actually do the audio, <laughs> <laughs> like make up the audio. Yeah. Uh, I think Todd would be a good Pax and Tremaine. I, I get to do... Uh, or Captain Alex Trebek, whichever you prefer. Alex. I get yeah. to do uh, Captain Anders. Yes! Yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that was cool. Uh, the The podcast did really well this year. The, the numbers on the podcast shot through the roof, thanks to the UK and Sweden. Yes. Or actually, Sweden and the UK, we should say. Thank you, Sweden. And, we uh, love you. And <laughs> in, in, interesting enough, in December, my numbers in December, I, I, I don't know where that right now. But at the beginning of December, or the first half of, of December, I had more downloads from the U.S. than any other country huh. in December. Interesting. I'm not sure why. So the Americans found out that they've been slumping in the polls <laughs> on the Sean Geek podcast, and uh, they're trying to reclaim uh, their spot. Um, anyway, so that was good. Um, for me, um, we had a bit of a health scare with Abby, which we yeah. seem to be past that. So, uh, big weight lifted off. I changed jobs in January mm-hmm. uh, to a much, I'm not going to name the place because I don't like doing that here, but yeah. I am a much happier guy to the point that I actually did a NaNoWriMo in November. Yeah. And um, I did 50,000 words, but I, what I did an edit off an old book, which has been renamed Sweden. <laughs> For obvious reasons, and then uh, I'm still editing that, and I am paying. So I don't know how I'm paying for it, but somebody said well, you're doing this, paying an editor to do an edit in January. Right. I was talked to our uh, author friend uh, Lauren Elder, who we also did an interview with. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also happens to do editing as well. I forgot about that. Yes. Now the book's already gone through one edit, and I'm writing based on. The ed, the original edit. Um, actually, getting but back I never to thought of that. My article for uh, Comic Basics uh, actually had her do the edit on oh, that. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I do want to do something more with those guys, though. I having them on the show is not enough. I think we need to have like a formatted 
uh, a specific format. I don't want to have them on the show to just interview them and talk about what they do. I do want to talk about what they do. Yeah. But I want everybody to meet them. I don't want to meet the salespeople that they are selling the stuff they do. That is important, and we'll include all the links. But I want you guys to meet them because those two guys are great. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that, uh, as I said, if you know, want to actually launch Meet the Geeks' um, own website in the coming year. Initially, I was aiming for February. May actually wind up being a little bit later, uh, just depending on how finances work out. But I was going to be talking to uh, Jeff and uh, Joel and see whether or not uh, they would be okay with us putting a link up on the Meet the Geeks page very prominently to the comic uh, Comics for Cause. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think it's, it's a really interesting idea for a charity. Yeah. So I think it's. Well, I think I would, to be honest, like there's, like we're we're gonna look for advertisers for your site as yeah. I'm looking for mine, um, but I think for what they do, I don't want them to pay us to have a link on either one of our sites. I just want to have the link there. Well, they yes. get carte to support them to support them. Yeah, I don't yeah. want them to pay for their support. Spot. Them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but I, you know, I want to charge people to. Advertise on our sites because we have to, you know, pay, pay, pay for bills. It somehow. But um, I think for something like that, I think that no, they get they get the free advertising spot. I think I think I'd like to do that on both our websites. Oh, they're a charity, so you know, of course we're gonna. Yeah, but it's a good charity. Yeah, not that other charities are bad, but I'm just saying, like, this hits home for me. I was I really like. I like the fact that it's also you know local initiative. Yeah. And like I said, you know, it's something that, you know, fits in with, you know, our demographic. Yep. As, you know, comic fans. So it's, and I really, I, I would actually would love to have uh, the guys, you know, definitely come in and, you know, explain how it all came about because I think it's a really interesting story too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Very touching. And it was nice to see the, um, the uh, the competition between the two brothers <laughs> playing those board games yeah but, like I want you to meet those two guys like yeah yeah they do great stuff and yeah they're you know but I also want you guys to I, I don't know I want people to meet them too yeah I think that I think that's important because if you can get to know them you might be more prone to help out their their campaign show the human side of them yeah yeah that's what I want to do so Jeff and Joel if you're listening please come on the show I'd love to have you yes. Um, any other highlights before we get go through some numbers and stuff? Uh, I think a lot of the big important points we actually cover in the podcast as stuff is happening. I'm just like we do an episode about it, pretty yeah, much. Pretty much. Pretty much. Anything that, that pops up, we usually you know we'll uh, we'll usually discuss it. Now we're also looking for guests for the show, but. Um, we're trying to do, I, I still want to do the once a month where we do, we'll get together in Todd's studio and yep. bring a guest in. Um, we, you saw the list, we were using Wonderlist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's actually a good app. Um, but we have a lot of stuff lined up on there because I was, I want to have my brother-in-law Apollo on the show. And he, I don't know if he was getting a little put off. I was like, well, how come I'm not on the show yet? <laughs> but then I showed him, I showed him the Wonderlist. He goes, oh. Because we have a lot of stuff still planned to to do, 
and guests that we've already spoken to. Um, I, I don't want to give any of the names away just yet, but um, if you're interested in the show, if you're interested in uh, being on the show, advertising on the show, you want to want us to give you a quick shout out to whatever you guys are working on, please uh, contact me. Yeah, uh, I've got you know I've got a couple, at least two people that I'd really love to interview on the show. Lar. Okay, three. <laughs> three. Three people I really love to. I was whispering, trying not to give away. Yeah. Uh, Lar might be difficult to get on the show because he is so busy. Yeah. But uh, he'd probably sure. do it for you. Yeah, we can. We can. I'm sure we'd be able to find the time. Yeah. Do a Skype or a phone in. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you want to get into some, some numbers? Sure, let's get into the numbers. All right. I'm going to go through the. Um, the, uh, I, I've actually been doing the countdown over the last few weeks, kind of re-releasing episodes uh, to talk about the top, was it the top five or top six most downloaded episodes of all time? Right. But I'm just, for, t- for today's purposes, I'm just going to go over the top episodes of the year. Okay. Yeah. So, the number 10 uh, episode, the, the 10th most downloaded episode of the year was the reunion of Meet the Geeks. That's interesting, actually. Yeah. That was at Keepa. Now, yeah. that was the episode where this was the post-Evil Within yeah. where we were in your your uh, hotel room yeah. where it was you, me, Clay, Todd was there, James was there, Thomas was not there. Uh, uh, we called in Shane, Jamie yeah. was there. Um, it was a reunion of not just Meet the Geeks, but it was the, the the, of, of, of the old group, like yeah. you and Clay. That was what I saw it as. Yeah. Um, and that episode was a lot of fun. Um, I was really drunk. So was I. <laughs> I actually don't entirely remember some parts of it. Uh, yep, ditto. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it was good. And actually, it was good to see Clay healthy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Back. Back. Uh, he's doing stand-up now. Yeah. Well, you guys actually saw a stand-up show. I showed up five minutes after he was done. Yeah. <laughs> too bad you actually missed the pretty good set. Well, I, saw, I did see the set because it was eventually yeah. posted online. So yeah. I did see it, but it I really, I really wanted to be there. And I actually I showed it to people mm-hmm. who are comedy aficionados, Tracy being one of them. And she saw the set and goes, oh, he's actually really good. Yeah. Like, not he's not just a guy doing stand-up. He is a stand-up comedian, and he is actually that good. You can tell he's done it for a while, and he's very comfortable. Yeah, more yeah. comfortable than some of the other people that you see. You can tell that it's you know, natural. It's natural. Yeah. yeah, very natural. So that was our top. That was our tenth uh, episode. And we hadn't really talked to Clay in quite a while. I mean, bits in here, but we never actually talked to him at length. So it was it was really good. Uh, number nine episode was it's new, just in time for Keycon, <laughs> which was a precursor episode. Okay. The one where we, uh, I think it was on the ride to Keycon. I think it was oh, the ride one. to Keycon. Yeah, I, I believe. Let me just see here. Uh, I didn't save that one. I think that was on the ride to Keycon. We actually uh, talked about Brent Fitz. Uh, we did. We did this the year before. We actually drove to Keycon and we're turning down wrong streets, and that was actually part of the adventure of the podcast. Was okay. just getting to Keycon. Um, and it, it's called it's new because it was season five, episode one. Okay. Uh, number eight was the Disraeli Dreamers CD review. So we play with 
Todd and I and Dome uh, played with uh, Disraeli Dreamers. They were part of the Indie Week battle. Right. Um, I became, I think, pretty good friends with uh, a couple of the guys in the band. And I really, really like them. I think they're uh, the best. They're really good. They're, 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 they're really good musicians, but they're more identified by, they write really fucking great songs and they have a stage presence like no one else. Like they're really, I find they're all about the songwriting and the stage presence. And while there's other bands in the city that may say, well, we have a better guitar player or a better drummer or better this or better that. Okay, musician, musician, musically speaking, maybe technically you have the better musicians, but you guys don't have a band. These guys are a band. They right. play like a band. They have a, a good vibe. Uh, I mean, I'll promote them till the cows come home. Mm-hmm. Like they're real, and and they're great guys. Right. There are they're married men. They love their they love their families. Mm-hmm. They put their kids and their families first. They're just good people. And then Ryan organized, there's a festival that we're potentially going to play at. Right. They organized a festival this summer um, that they got, they got, um, they reunited a band for that, just for that festival. Um, famous Winnipeg band. They had a song called Vegas. Oh my God. Don't? <laughs> no, sorry, that was California. <laughs> Anyway, they, um, my God, Todd, look it up. Famous Winnipeg band. Street art? No, no. They were, they were like, oh my Harlequin? God. I can't remember what they're called. What, what, what era? They're like 10 years ago. They're like during the time of, uh, they were really big in the city when we were doing Evil Within. In Top time. Winnipeg bands. They actually had. They actually had. Uh, they got played on the radio a lot. Crash Ted, Test Dummies. Keep going. Perpetrators. Electro. Quarterstaff. Quarterstaff. No. The no. Wheeling Jennies. <laughs> they're, they're good. No Valero. No Valero. Yeah. Uh, Comeback Kid. Chic Gamine. See, they're listing all the indie bands. This band was not indie. Imagine they were cities. Now they, this was a this was a known. When it the Watchmen? No. No. They were bigger than the Watchmen. Oh my! Jet Set Satellite. Jet Set Satellite. Okay. Thank you. Ninety-eight was when they first came on the scene. Yeah. So uh, we, I, I have a kind of a seven degrees of separation with them. They used to get the hair done at Harifax. All the guys in the band because they were, they were pretty. (laughs) They were a pretty band. Anyway, they reunited. Brian reunited them. And uh, they played, uh, they played this festival, and it was good. So hey, kudos to Desiree Dreamers. Like they're they're good, just good people. So while you may be a better musician than someone in this in in their band, you're not a better songwriter. These guys write great fucking songs. They yeah. opened for Moontan, and even though Moontan was really good, they made it seem like Moontan should open for them, in my opinion. They were that good. That was probably the most solid set I've ever seen for a local band. Period. And I've seen Harlequin and Streetheart and seen Burton Cummings perform a number of times. These guys just 
blew everyone away. That's two cents then. There you go. Um, <laughs> the number seven episode was the first versus episode, which had you and Tracy on it. Oh. Corey and Tracy on it. I did back to back phone calls with each of you and then I ran them together as one as one episode and it, people still download that episode like well, to this day like in this in this episode is from last year famous <clears throat> but it was a good episode it was really funny and any anything that Tracy touches is gold okay she's i i don't know it's Tracy the most downloaded episode of all time i guess i can spoil it now um is her premiere episode on the Sean Geek podcast. I have no idea why, but she was fucking funny and she always is. Anyway. She had her followers. Yeah. yeah. Tune in. The um, so that was number what, seven, eight, nine, ten. So number six was electronic drums or not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Really? Yeah. Electronic you know, drums. I can see that actually being a divisive uh no, that was from last year too. Oh. That wasn't from 2018. That was from 2017. Hmm. And people still download that episode. It could be in the title. And you're like, yeah. you actually wanted to do that episode again because you forgot we had done it. Oh, did that we? was a that was a topic. You said, hey, we should talk about electronic drums <laughs> or not. I'm like, we did that already. Um, maybe we'll do a follow up now that I've had my drum set for well, yeah, you know yeah, yeah you gotta uh, give a your uh, positive your yeah your review for two cents. Um, number five was Keycon Greatest Hits. Uh, that was the episode. It was one of the lead up episodes to Keycon this year where we talked about um, our favorite Keycons, favorite moments, that sort of stuff. Um, that was a lot of fun. Number four, another Keycon episode. <laughs> We did a lot. Uh, was the Decibel Geek and Keycon 2018 review. So we did a post-mortem on Keycon. And uh, we also talked about the Decibel Geek podcast, which is down in Tennessee okay. that I yeah. listened to. And they actually had a, a whole episode based around Britt Fitz from Winnipeg. And they actually had him as the guest for the whole show, um, which is great. Brent Fitz played the Shake Naked. And Neat Erickson kind of the same band and then now he plays with Slash uh, who also played for Gene Simmons um, he's he's awesome he's the guy we saw jump on stage during the um, Trooper the Trooper show for um, yeah came on grabbed the guitar started playing yep security beat him up dragged him off <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he has a band called Took and uh, it's him and Todd Kearns I think Todd Kearns is in the band a couple other guys and all they do is they do covers of 80 songs okay regardless of the style of song they do platinum blonde they do uh chilliwack i think they do jim mitchell um they do everything so they're really really good but um i think we got we pulled in a lot of listeners from the decibel geek podcast so thanks for the listeners of the decibel geek podcast um i love that show um, <laughs> this is the episode you said maybe we shouldn't put on the air, Corey. Number three, headlines with Meet the Geeks, Roseanne and the Walking Dead. Ah, uh, yes. The number three episode of the year <laughs> was the one we thought was absolute shite. Yep. 
This was what was that? It was Corey. It was one of the Corey's rare appearances during the time when he didn't have a phone. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, we talked about the Roseanne, the whole Roseanne controversy. Right. And then we also talked about the Walking Dead controversy, which someone lost their job at a bank because they had a Walking Dead bobblehead. Yeah. We're not going to go into that. You oh, okay. Go listen to the episode and you'll hear the whole okay. thing on it. But um, there were two controversial headlines in and around the same time. And uh, we just talked about it, and we, we felt like we had no chemistry in that episode, and we felt yeah, like just, we didn't we it, didn't know where we were going, but, and there was definitely <laughs> an idea there, and you know I remember that you know I, I think I, the idea was gonna be good. I, yeah, I had you know I had it in my head, but it never came out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah, ditto. But people loved it anyway, so it just goes to show we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, number two episode of the year was, uh, I think this is a solo one. I'm pretty sure it was a solo one where I did a review of, uh, Disraeli Dreamers, uh, CD release party with, they play with Deep Dark Cave and Moontan. So I reviewed the show. Um, Ticket Monster, I think, also reviewed that show. I think she was at the show. I've never met her. I want to meet Ticket Monster. And thank her for the awesome recording she does. She does. She anonymously goes to rock shows in the city and reviews them. Okay. But nobody knows who she is. She's trying to be anonymous. So I've always wanted to meet her, but I don't want to. I don't want to spoil the illusion. Yeah. I think what she does is great, and it's brave. And she lives these shows by herself a lot of the time. Um, but I, what I really like is the community, the music community. Always, I'm assuming, protect her and make sure she's safe, because you know there's some couple of scumbags out there but i really like the work she does scumbags in winnipeg you know yeah yeah but uh i'm a huge fan of uh ticket monster she's great uh she i think she reviewed the show as well i seem i seem to think that she did and we had a brief uh back and forth online a little bit but uh that show was great it was one of my favorite shows of all time that was the best i'd ever seen the dreamers be um and i got to see moontan for the first time which i highly recommend they are to 2010s version of Rush. They actually can do Rush in their sleep. Yeah. Um, the singer can hit all the notes. Yeah. I, I, I've listened to them online for pretty, pretty um, while. I've got their albums downloaded and they're really good. Um, what do you think was the number one episode of the year? It's actually almost the number one episode of all time. Oh. It's one you and I did. I'll narrow it down. Okay. Uh, we Controversial about... topic. Okay, so it wasn't uh, Xbox versus PS4 <laughs> versus <laughs> cross. That's platforming. Cr- no, 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 that's that's pretty controversial. <laughs> oh, controversial. Uh, names that people don't like to be called because it's not politically correct. Names that no. <laughs> He's making up new episodes. Yeah, well, that's no, because on next week's episode. Well, no, because we were talking. Todd discusses the word <laughs> cracker. Cracker. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we were talking about people being offended by you know names that that they're you know that they're, they signify signify a certain uh, demographic. I don't know what the popular word is because yeah. everybody's so sensitive now. You can't say anything. They're pulling people from 30 years ago that said something that, oh, he said this 30 years ago, oh my God. 
Yeah, but 30 years ago versus now, like, did you watch the comedy stuff online? Oh, my God. Go watch Richard Pryor. I mean, Eddie Murphy, like... uh, Or Eddie Murphy. He's he's with who? Walt Disney? (laughs) It's like... It's like... Yeah, yeah, you did a Shrek movie? It's like, don't... I mean, this is their past stuff. Just let it be. Anyways, I take that's not... No. No? No, actually, that didn't even make the top ten. So we did... uh, Because we did an episode talking about James Gunn, which I thought would have made the top ten list because... I was really passionate. I don't know. We were both passionate, but that's the guy that got fired from Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, that didn't even make the top 10. Oh, okay. Because I was say that was a recent one. Yeah, it was a recent yeah, one. Um, but I mean, I'm still getting downloads of that episode. I think we did that partway through the year. No, the one that's, that shot to the top was season five, episode 17, which isn't that long ago. Versus? Was it a versus? Nope. No. Because you said it's controversial. The Strange Case of Chris Hardwick. Really? That was the uh, the guy from the Nerdist who got accused from his ex girlfriend that he did a lot of horrible things to her, um, and that was the episode where we talked about it. We actually talked. It was interesting because I think we talked about it from kind of offering both sides, which uh, a lot of people are on one side or the other side, and no one is in the middle listening to both sides. And I think we did a pretty good job. Um, but I think we talked about how the Me Too movement um, is the one side, and then the other side are the people that take advantage of the Me Too movement, which unfortunately, there's extremes to both sides that, I mean, the Me Too movement's good, but there's the people that are taking the Me Too movement all the way to the other spectrum. Uh, and he was accused Chris Hardwick was accused of doing horrible things to this lady, mm-hmm. which he lost all his jobs. He actually, the company he founded, Nerdist, he sold to Legendary, and they removed his name off of everything. So, um, and then he went and actually proved that it was all not true. But he still didn't get all his jobs back. Yeah, there's so, different because anytime anything controversial comes up like that, I mean, you'll have something that happens, and um, you know, some will, some will just take it to the extreme, and it's it's like they say, like it, it just takes one thing to ruin the soup type thing, you know. I mean, it, everyone's you know following the rules as they should. Uh, one person sees that they can take advantage of that situation. Yep. And runs with it now. Not to say that they that they did, because that's 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 where you run into the fine line where I'm, you're gonna have someone who's 100% on this side or 100% on the other side, and you can't change their minds no matter what you do. Yeah. Uh, and then when you go to the middle, at least if you can kind of go to both sides and say, okay, well, this is their point of view, right or wrong. This is their point of view. Okay. It's just face value, no judgment. That's just the way it is. Same with the other side, face value of, of what their situation is. And then, then that's when you have to kind of make your own decision. I guess what's, what's interesting is um, in this particular case, which made it different than a lot of the other cases out there, was that um, the, the ex-girlfriend accused him in an online blog of doing things to her. And then never followed through on it. So never sued him, never you know took him to court, never did anything. Just I just wanted to get it off my chest. But you can't defame someone or perjure, or not perjury, what's the word? 
slander. Slander. You can't slander somebody. It's your slander and libel, but anyway, one of those things. You can't go ahead and publicly state something like that, implying criminal charges against someone, and not actually press the charges. Because if you're doing that, you're not. it's not going through a due process. So free speech is allowed, but free speech is not allowed if you are um, hurting someone. But nowadays, that's okay. You know what I mean? It seems to be. They want it both ways. So it, it's frustrating because um, some people, like it, people taking both sides of this, where the one side is like, ah, oh, all those people with the Me Too movement, they're too sensitive and they're too this and they're too that, which is not good because the things the Me Too movement are complaining about are true things that are happening and society is now changing, which is a good thing. We're not letting those pricks, you know, in Hollywood and in the music industry get away with the things that they've gotten away with and actually holding people accountable, which is about fucking time. But then there's always people that take advantage of something good and try to twist it into something horrible. And then there's the people like, ooh, here's an opportunity for me to make money. Yeah. Or raise my prestige. And I'm not saying this lady did that because I wasn't in the situation. I don't know what happened, but it does seem very much like she might have taken advantage of the situation because she has not been able to prove anything she said. But at the same time, how do you prove something like that? You can't. So well, it you, you'll never know she she's, says. Yeah, you'll never know if she's right or wrong. In a lot of cases, well, I'm not going to say a lot of cases, but sometimes in cases like that, you know, the truth lies somewhere in the middle. You have, you know, one person's view and another person's view. And... Each one may fudge yeah. the information a little bit to make the point across. Or they may remember it differently. Yeah, that's well, you know, true. Two people experiencing the same, experiencing the same situation, will see it based on their you know, perception, based on how they've, you know, their experiences and you know how they've been raised and, you know, their political view, like everything, will cause two people to look at the same situation completely differently. So, you know, there may be some of that, and especially, you know, when you're involved with something like that, you know, you've got your point of view, they've got their, your, their point of view. And, you know, your point of view, you might feel like you're not completely right, their point of view, they might think that you're completely wrong. And in reality, it just winds up being somewhere in the middle. It's like two people going to a show or a concert or a movie or whatever. And then you say, like, what was your, you know, what did you think of it? What do you think? You could have two different point of views. One, one say I hated it. it. One say was I was offended. The other one said, fuck, you're great. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, it, yeah, like you said, it depends on, on how you're brought up but, and what your values are. And But just because you have an opinion, does it mean it's the be-all, end-all? There right. is no single answer to is something good, is something bad. Um, things are way more complex than that. Like the whole, all the hatred on, on Star Wars, like as an example, like just well, I'm a, a fan and I'm entitled to have my opinion, and everyone's entitled to listen to my opinion. And if they don't believe my opinion, I hate you and I want you to die. Like that's that's not freedom of speech. That's internet troll. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like yeah. seriously, you can have an opinion, but the minute you start threatening people, like everyone I don't agree control. with is Hitler, a yeah. child's guide to politics. Yep. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yep. So anyway, that we we covered that in that episode a little bit. The kind of the both sides how. Um, uh, it is a uh, guilty till proven innocent society we're in now, and it does make me nervous as an adult male. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very glad that I am married and not in the dating game anymore. Because yeah. if I was, I actually probably wouldn't date. I would. I don't know what I would do. Too difficult. <laughs> like we'll I'm, always have internet porn. Maybe not. <laughs> get taken away. They just took it off of, uh, what was it? Is it Imager or is it, um, the hell was it? It was, was uh, one of the, one of the Tumblr, 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 Tumblr. was it Tumblr? Yeah, Tumblr. Well, it's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I have an opinion on that. <laughs> Super dead quiet. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Further and further things, um, I actually chronicled my favorite episodes of the year. Okay. So they're not the same as this list, but um, I kind of wanted to get uh, two cents from each of you. Okay. So I didn't put these in any kind of order because it was too difficult, but um, one of my favorite episodes was the first one of the year, which we talked about earlier, where Todd gives the big announcement, Right. Yeah. talks about his new base, right. and also gave us, it was a back history on Todd. Some history on Todd getting his first guitar. Yep. Um, he talks about our kitchen parties growing up, about our uncles, uh, all those musicians, Todd's first band, stuff like how he's boiling his guitar parts in wax. It was it was interesting because <laughs> well, it was yeah those were the pickups yeah. It was uh, episode four, uh, sorry season four episode twenty three was the first episode of the year. I really liked it because actually I think it was one of the first episodes where Todd really opened up about stuff right. and we get to meet Todd, like really meet Todd on air. It was Yeah, I don't usually talk that much. No, it was <laughs> it was good. It was really good. My normal, yeah. Uh, so that was uh, season four, uh, episode 23, uh, first episode of the year. Uh, season five, episode 27 was the Disraeli Dreamers CD review where I reviewed their CD previous to the show, not realizing that it wasn't their current CD. That they had another CD out, so then I had to do a second CD review to review their actual current CD. Wow. Um, but um, I really like that CD, and I really like the review. Uh, another that was uh, season five, episode twenty-seven. Season four, episode thirty-five was uh, we actually had voices by Tracy on the show, my friend Tracy, mm-hmm. and we actually did a talk about Black Panther in detail, in depth, and in terms of. Um, how influential the movie is and how important a movie like Black Panther is. Um, uh, and it was good to get a female perspective on Black Panther because I felt that movie is, had really strong female characters. Um, the episode of Versus, season four, episode 37, we talked about that. Uh, season four, episode 40 was Finding That Lost Song. So I don't know if I told Corey this story, but my Favorite, one of my favorite songs of all time. I didn't know the band that did it. I didn't know the name of the song. I didn't know anything. Uh-huh. But during my chance encounter with Matt, where he provided me with all the lost footage from Evil Within, mm-hmm. I mentioned this to him because Matt made a short film. Uh, did you see his short film? I've never actually watched it, but yes, it's, I was aware of it. It's quite good. He actually talks about finding the lost song, a song that he had really liked. It was his favorite song, and he went through a search to find it. And he explained the story of why it was important 
making uh, year-end mixtapes and all that. And I was so inspired by it that I actually reached out to him and actually talked to him, which led to the whole Evil Within footage being coming coming through. So it was important in that respect because it, you know, kept the ball rolling on the Evil Within reunion. But he also found the song for me, which was a a bit. The band is called Fifteen. Okay. And the uh, name of the album was Swain's First Bike Ride. And it was an album that was very important to me. But I never knew what the band was called because it was just a cassette. And the titles weren't on the cassette. I recently had uh, that experience. I don't know if it's yeah, no, we talked about it after, after that, yeah. But I had the same one with, um, what was it, XYZ? Yes. Inside Out. Yeah, and then I told you what the song was. Because we used to play it. Well, I used to, to jam play with, with, the, with the Stitcher. Yeah. I used to jam with them. I always loved uh, Dear God by them. By XYZ? Yeah. Oh, you know who they are? Yeah. Oh, wow. Not too many people know who they are. Yeah. No, but with that one song, uh, Dear God, was, you know... We're going to have to listen to that. Really well. Yeah. Um, that was XYZ, wasn't it? Pretty sure it was. I'm going to look it up. Uh, the, that song was actually written by the, uh, the brothers from the Black Crows. <laughs> okay. It was actually written by the Robinsons. Um, anyway, so that's, for me, that episode was important to me. Maybe it wasn't popular, but it was important because it, it was yeah. responsible for a lot of things. Um, season 5, Episode 5, The Reunion of Meet the Geeks. We talked about that already. Uh, season 5, Episode 8, Return of Voices by Tracy. Um, Tracy took a sabbatical from the show for a while, and we brought her back, and it was fun. It was probably the funniest she's ever been on the show. She should be a stand-up comedian. Um, season five, episode twelve, rating the music streaming services. Todd and I actually did some math on how much money we don't make off Spotify, uh-huh. Google Music, Apple. Um, all the streaming services are inherently evil, and they've all they've done is recreate the music industry in a new format that rips the artist off even further than it did before. So instead of the managers and the record labels, yeah. Um, keeping all the money and not paying the artists. Now, it's the companies like Spotify, Google Music, uh, iTunes, and all the streaming services that are ripping off the artists now. So the only thing that's changed is that the artists are getting paid less than they were before, and the music labels aren't getting any money either. (laughs) Um, But uh, Taylor Swift, who I'm not a big fan of, actually renegotiated her record deal and part of the renegotiation was you're going to have to pay some artists we want more of the pot of the spotify and whatever and that money has to go to the artist she she there was three labels chasing her that wanted her and she went with the label that i don't think had the biggest payout for her but had the biggest payout for the artist on that label you know god damn it it's funny that you mention that um because remember uh, the band Wolfpack Forty Four, right? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was talking to uh, Richter Ravensbrook. Uh, I was chatting with him actually on uh, on Facebook Messenger, and you know, asking you know about uh, you know digital downloads. You know, you know, I want to you know because I was you know thinking about buying because I buy a lot of my music off of iTunes. It's like, you know, so if I buy it off iTunes, you know, are you guys getting the money? It's like, you know what? I'm not sure about that. Yeah. You know, because he said that he'd have to go back and, you know, check with uh, the guys that are handling that part. So, 
you know, it's... I is the fact that people don't even know Yeah, is scary. I think you should go back and listen to that episode, honestly. Because yeah. we actually we actually got the stats on how payment works, which we looked into, and we actually did the math, and we used Ed Sheeran as, as an example to figure out how much people get paid. And we came up with that Ed Sheeran, who is if not the most downloaded, the second most downloaded person on Spotify of all time. Yeah. And he got paid, was it a hundred grand for billions of downloads? He got paid a hundred grand for that. Yeah. For billions of downloads or streams or whatever. Sorry. Billions of streams. I don't think that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> if he is that big an artist, pay him a shit ton of money. Seriously. He is, People like him are making people get accounts with Spotify or with Google Play or with iTunes. Yeah. Pay the guy fucking money. Like he's doing the work, he's doing the touring, he's doing everything. He's self-promoting himself more than the label self than the labels promoting him. So yeah, we use it. him as an example. If that guy's getting paid a hundred grand, what's a guy like me and Todd, or a band like Guar or whatever? What are they getting nickel. paid? They're getting nothing, yeah. and it's it's. Does Criminal not, does not even cover the cost of what we pay yeah, for. Yeah, we can't even pay for our our membership. Just the membership. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Costco. You have to, you know, yeah. if you have the premier thing, you have to, you know, buy X amount of money worth of groceries to be able to afford. Yeah. You know, to have yeah. the actual. Anyway, membership. we actually had the stats, and I think we posted the link with the episode too, with the breakdown. Right. And the biggest offenders, title pays the best, and that's the one that went by. Is it Jay Z or whatever? Okay. Jay Z Beyonce was it Beyonce's husband Jay Z? I don't know rap. I don't know. Anyway, that's the one that paid the most. I think that one pays like one percent. Right. But everything else pays zero 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 point you know point one or whatever. Like they pay ridiculous. It, it's ridiculous. One cent on like every ten dollars or something like that. Uh, now that was one cent for every hundred downloads. Or it's just yeah. that wasn't just one ridiculous. of the top episodes, but for me it was important because it realized it actually switched me on streaming services, and I'm actually thinking of not paying anybody for streaming service anymore, and I'm just gonna go buy my music the old way. And I'm actually getting there myself. I have to admit. Like I want to go buy a CD so I can rip it yeah. and listen to it on my player. I don't want to digitally download something that I'm not going to own a copy of. I want to own a copy and make my own mixes and listen to the song anywhere that I want to and not have to rely on Wi-Fi or rely on... Data. iTunes used to take albums off all the time yep. or I'd pay for something and have to go buy it again. Yep. Uh, like that's... Repo the Genetic Opera. That was one of my big ones. It was off for the longest time and now it's back on so I was able to download it again. But the other thing that really pisses me off about uh, iTunes... Is they keep, even if you got the cloud shut off, they load it into the cloud, and it's not actually physically on your hard drive anymore. Yes, that you go to listen to something. That is my issue. Yeah, it's like I bought the song. Where is it? Well, we're gonna keep it on the cloud. No, no, no. I bought the song. I'm not leasing. I'm not renting. I bought the fucking song to listen to. Yeah. Where is my song? You know what else? Uh, but I but not, you're not allowed to store anything anymore. There was a uh, it's, it's, article it's that I read a few years back about iTunes, uh, and it was written by you know audiophile, right? And he was talking about how you know when he signed up for iTunes, he had a bunch of music on his computer, you know stuff that he downloaded off the artist page, you know different versions, demos, sure, whatnot. Yeah, yeah. iTunes replaced all of those files with the 
common, you know, oh, commercials. Oh, no way. So all of a sudden, you know, all this music that he had so downloaded. you might have a good live acoustic version or a live yeah. version. Oh. They overwrote the files on his computer. And then when he called him and, you know, tried to say, you know, like, what the hell's going on? There's, well, it's all there in the terms and conditions, sir. If you press agree. They get you by the short hairs. Yeah, yeah, I'm never going back to iTunes. That's why yeah. I, I, that's, I'm going to my LG phone. I get expanded memory on my phone. And I'm actually going back to my computer. I'm actually going to go buy a CD drive for my laptop because they don't come with CD drives anymore. Yeah. Because they want us to keep things on the cloud. But I'm going to go buy fucking CD drive so I can go to Sunrise Records, buy the CD I want, or go through Bandcamp. Because if you go through Bandcamp, you can actually download the MP3 to your computer. Fuck MP3! But I'm going to buy, I want to download the song, and I want to play it wherever I want to play it. I don't want to be limited to being online. I want to pay the artist. So I'm very pro Bandcamp because that has one of the highest percentage pays. Mm -hmm. Because you're actually paying the artist for the song. And they're actually, the artist is giving you a copy of the song. I'm okay with MP3s, but I'm not good with streaming because it's low quality. Even our Dome album sounds like shit on Google Play. But if you listen to the CD, it's like, this isn't even the same thing. Yeah, you lose the quality. But anyway, that, to me, that was an important episode because we actually go through, provide hard, cold facts of what, what it is now. Good. No, that's good. Yeah. Um, season. So that was season five, episode twelve. Please take a listen, Corey. Please take a listen. Yeah. And I would love to talk about this again on a future episode. In fact, I would like to have um, a band come on, come in. Like, we, there's people that we want to have, and I would love to talk yeah. about this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with your, with other, with, yeah. yeah, with some other musicians and singers. Um, so season five, episode fifteen, the Trooper, Cheech and Chong, and Drake. Um, I picked that one over the actual Cheech and Chong one we did, the true Cheech and Chong one, right. because A, you did a Cheech and Chong imitation on the episode, <laughs> B, your your rant about MTS and their advertising that you are paying, paying for it, work for parking. Okay, well, you're not going to tell Corey what this is. What the hell? Well, at the, the hospital, you got to pay for parking, right? Right. And... I mean, it's bad enough. I mean, you've got patients that go there and they're going for, you know, they're going for uh, dialysis or, or whatever. I mean, and they're going for treatments and they have to pay and they usually have to go, what, every day or every second day. And, you know, and the way that they're, they're raping people with parking, it's just horrendous. So myself, I pay, I think it's over 100 bucks now, $110 a month yeah. to park in the park yeah. So I'm paying that. I'm paying them, right? So when you're driving up you're, to the you're gate... You're not getting subsidized. You're no, actually paying... I'm paying. I mean, there's no subsidy at all. You drive up to the gate. On the gate, they've like got MTS freaking advertisement thing all over the, the the arm that comes up and down. So yeah. why... So am I going to be getting a discount of any type? Or the, am I going to be inundated with advertisements that I didn't ask for? It's the same as when you go to a movie theater. You're yep. paying for the movie already. Don't show advertisements for three quarters of an hour before the movie starts. Or are they going to offer? A, are they going to offer a second pay pay scale to your parking? Yeah. To yeah. not see the advertising or no advertising, like you're going to pay up front. Or and the not? same thing with a movie. Like I, I know the movie theaters don't make money. 
Yeah. That's the, the long, long and short of it. But if I'm paying $25 to go see a movie, which it is, yeah. right? Yeah, it's not, um, it's not. I'm paying to see the movie. I'm not paying for the ads. I can get the ads for free online. Thank you very much. It's not cheap your theaters anymore. I'm not watching this on YouTube. I'm actually, I, I, I paid to see this movie. But yeah. you still have to, like, how, how is that legal? It doesn't make sense. But then you can't bring your own food and drink in there either. Yeah. Now, I realize they don't make a lot of money, but it's like, okay, all of a sudden they've come with this great idea for uh, added revenue streams, which is great for them. But you didn't ask your paying customers. They didn't have any say into this. And they're the ones that pay your bills. But now it's like, well, we can get paid by Shaw Canada to put an ad in front of my in front of the movie. We can. It's like, yeah, but I don't want to have to listen to those effing Shaw bots when I go oh. to see a movie. But it's like, why is that okay? Yeah. You know, it's like you're subsidizing your expenses because you can't afford to run the theater, or you're too greedy, one or the other. It's the same thing at your hospital. Mm-hmm. They're. they're you're making tons of money off of the parking, we and now a, you're saying, you know, we need to make a little bit more. Hospital is nonprofit. It's not. A, it's not a profit. This is based. actually a they, whole other uh, podcast yeah. because we recently had a loss in the fandom community of somebody who was protesting that. Oh, yeah, he was uh, featured on uh, the news when he vandalized uh, one of the parking meters at a hospital. He was going in for you know cancer treatments. Mm-hmm. And he was protesting, you know, the fact that you have to pay for parking at hospitals. You know, patients that are coming in for needed treatments still have to pay to go park at the hospital. Through the nose. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're not just paying. They're paying through the nose. Exactly. I mean, it's no different than the streets now. You can't, there's no free parking, really. I mean, as soon as you get on the street, it's like a, a taxi cab. As soon as you get in, I mean, years ago, it used to be two bucks. Now, I have no idea what it is. Probably like five or ten or twenty who knows yeah but it's for a cab but it's the same now when you park on the street as soon as you park it's like you know right off the bat like five bucks or i don't know so it's actually cheaper to park somewhere that has free parking and take a cab well there was this old adage joke i don't know if it was toronto where it was but some guy parked somewhere had it towed went flew out to wherever came back and went went to the the depot to get his car back and pay the the, the towing fee and the storage which was cheaper than freaking parking <laughs> yeah so it's like really uh, nice. i don't know if it was true or not but it gets to that point it's like it's cheaper for me to have my freaking vehicle towed stored in the compound i'll come by in a week pay the rental fee which is a hell of a lot cheaper than having to go into parkade it's it's, it's ridiculous yeah <laughs> but anyway wow yeah. I I'd actually like to talk about this again. So. Yeah, well, let's talk about it again. And we talked about the whole Drake thing. So I think yeah. we'll revisit the whole sure. Drake uh, gets the number one album because he greased some palms at Spotify. Yeah. And then the uh, my other favorite episode was uh, season six, episode three, Kiss versus Kiss, featuring Danny Roy. Uh, <laughs> that was a fun one. That, that was, was also fun. our first, you know. First in the studio. Yeah. So that's why I have... Uh, a, we had Danny on. That was great. B, we had you on. That was even better. Mm-hmm. And C, we had Todd's studio, which we didn't know he had built. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, I mean, that was the cool. We're built. in the studio right now, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is, a, this is a different room in the studio. Because yeah. the original... This doesn't Danny have was, a nice comfy couch. No, this one doesn't have the couch or the cat. So, yeah. it's... Uh, it doesn't have a cat, which is kind of disappointing. I guess. I'm allergic. You know I love fucking yeah. cats. 
stole my that's why I threw it away from <coughs> But uh, that that to me that was an important episode because it was a milestone in the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, real quick, we gotta go. I think we're done. But um, what the hell? Oh yeah, what was how the did the threatened episode not? Uh, I don't know. Didn't even make the top ten. The which one? Threatened. Jared threatened. I, I almost put that in my my favorite because it was because it's it's still ongoing. We're gonna have a follow up episode. Yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna make the numbers them. happen. But um, real quick, the top country downloads for this year. Canada was number one. No big surprise. Whoa. Okay, I didn't actually look at these numbers. Number two was the United States. With 19%, 19 19.8% of the vote of the listenership, of the downloads. The United States made a huge surge in December, Mm -hmm. which brought their number up and uh, kicked Sweden's butt. The Swedes were kicking. The Swedes were number two. We're uh, we're gaining ground, so they had to... (laughs) So the Swedes at 11.8%, uh, Canada had 59% of the listens. But the Swedes uh, were in third, and they were an ongoing joke slash story. Yep. I think the joke was that we don't know anything about Sweden. But uh, the United You still haven't had anybody contact you from Sweden, have you? No, I'm still waiting for someone. I'll, I will have you on the show. I will get up in the middle of the night and take the phone call. Um, United Kingdom came in uh, fourth. With seven point five percent of the listenership, um, and then it was Australia with kind of dwindling numbers there. Australia, Korea, uh, Austria, Ireland, Israel, and other. Well, uh, other is probably Transcona. Could be Transcona. <laughs> well, they're still trying to work the interweb over there. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hi, neighbors, watching you. <laughs> Anyway, so there's kind of interesting. We had a great year. We had some great episodes. Uh, the, I launched SeanMcGinnity.ca this year, actually. Yeah, that where? Was the other thing. Was it? Sean, uh, SeanMcGinnity.ca. Oh, okay. Was um, that, that SeanMcGinnity.ca? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Oh. Um, and then there's going to be a CoreyTapes.ca? Maybe someday, but no, there may be a uh, MeetTheGeeks.ca in the near future. That's even better. Um, anyway, lots of stuff going on. Um, anyway, uh, like, share, comment, visit our Patreon and, you know, give us money. Yep. What's the Patreon page? The Real Meet the Geeks. The Real Meet the Geeks, yes. Uh, what is the, uh, Twitter handle? I don't know. MTG Comic. <laughs> <laughs> I run all these things. I have no idea what they're actually. You know, also, the Bodie the Damned is uh, is you as well on Twitter. Yep. Uh, don't ever update that one, so don't bother looking at it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Todd doesn't have a Twitter handle yet. We're gonna no. get there. Yeah. Password fingers. Yeah. It's probably <laughs> now taken up since we yes. just. Oh yeah. Uh, Somebody's squatting there now. Yeah. It's all that. Todd's gonna pay like two hundred thousand dollars to get their yeah. name back. Kitty porn. Um, Pictures of cats. Uh, <laughs> Todd's going to have some announcements this year, though. I have a yeah. feeling. Something. Yeah. Are you reading my mind? What? Yeah. I'm not saying anything yet because I don't want to commit to anything yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. We're I'm not going to hear it. But just, just keep your eyes just, and ears uh, open. Yeah. Just keeping it. Keeping we it are going to hear something from bros before Jen, right? Well, I think we can actually commit to something this year. Yeah. Um, I will have my Sweden novel out this year. It's my commitment I made. I'm gonna. I, I'm not gonna say when. 
I'm 60,000 pages into the 70,000 pages for editing. So I have another 10,000. Sorry, 70,000 pages? pages? No, words. words. Sorry. Okay. I get 10,000 What words did you left. write? The encyclopedia? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, 18,000 times. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, for me, uh, it's uh, Sean Geek. Everywhere? No. Sean Geek, if you want to find the podcast, if you're listening to it right now, it's Sean Geek. Uh, Sean Geek on Twitter. Uh, Instagram, you can find Sean McGinnity. I'm also Sean Geek over there, I think. Um, the YouTube channel is under Sean McGinnity. Just SeanMcGinnity.ca. You can find everything there. In the year we'll start. In the new year, we'll start amalgamating. All the links things will be at the bottom. Things out. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what we need to do. Some amalgamation. Yeah, I think your new website should be called Amalgamation.ca. Amalgamation.ca. Yes, <laughs> it's probably already taken too. Yeah. All right. Okay, we'll we're gonna sign off here. Uh, your catchphrase is. Do I have a catchphrase? That's it. Your catchphrase is. See ya. And I don't have my bacon t-shirt. I got mine on. Yeah, he's got his bacon t-shirt on. He actually has it on. Bacon yeah. in the sun. And then uh, I will see you on the flip side. Alrighty. Kid video. <laughs>